The Productive Woman, Episode 253. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Productive Woman. My name is Laura McClellan and this is a podcast about productivity for busy women. My goal is to help you find the tools and encouragement you need to manage your time, life, stress, and stuff so you can accomplish the things you care about most and make a life that matters. Well, welcome back or welcome if you're new. I'm so glad you've joined me today. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to make it work when you have multiple interests or commitments. You'll find more information and links in the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 253. This episode is brought to you by University of California, Irvine Division of Continuing Education and by BetterHelp Online Counseling Service. The Productive Woman listeners get 10% off your first month of the BetterHelp Online Counseling Service by using the discount code TPW. Visit betterhelp.com slash TPW where you'll fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get you matched with a counselor suited to your preferences. That's betterhelp.com slash TPW. And I'll share a little more about BetterHelp later on in the episode. Right now, I want to say a special thanks to UC Irvine Division of Continuing Education. Uh, They provide learning pathways for those seeking career advancement or personal enrichment through a wide range of educational opportunities, including certificate and specialized studies programs, short courses, and strategic partnerships. Their 100% online courses offer convenience and flexibility and a truly immersive online classroom experience. They even offer opportunities for collaboration with your peers. So UCI Continuing Education can help you gain an edge in your career or make a career transition or simply help you become more knowledgeable in an area you're interested in. That provides you with the flexibility to stay on top of your game in your current role while preparing you to level up. Open enrollment with UCI means there are no applications to complete. You just log in and sign up. You can pay for a single course or enroll in an entire certificate program. You have full control over your academic plan. And this is not a fly-by-night operation They are ranked among the top 50 universities in the United States. They rank seventh among all public universities, and they offer courses taught by industry practitioners in a wide range of categories. So you will find something that will help you in your personal or professional life. Fall quarter is coming up. Registration is open now. You can visit ce.uci.edu slash tpw and enter the code tpw for 15% off one course. Again, that's ce.uci.edu slash tpw and enter the code tpw for 15% off one course. Um, this offer is only valid until December 31st of 2019 at 11:59 p.m. So don't wait if you're interested in a in coursework, check it out and see what they have to offer for you. Okay, so this week's episode is 
What happens when you want to do it all? We have talked more than once on this show about the idea of identifying what's most important to you and focusing on that. We've talked about, for instance, the principles Greg McEwen discusses in his excellent book, Essentialism, The Disciplined Pursuit of Less. Um, That was in episode 32 called Choose What's Essential and Eliminate the Rest. Um, One of his concepts is the idea of less but better, and we've talked about that before. We've also talked about Gary Keller's book, The One Thing, and his concept of refining our goals, our commitments, our, our focus down to the one essential thing. And those are just a couple of examples of things where we've talked about the idea of niching down, focusing on that one thing that's most important and eliminating non-essential things from our life. I do believe personally that a more peaceful and productive life will come from cutting out commitments and activities and focusing on the few most meaningful things. For me, Spreading myself out over multiple areas is a recipe for stress and a feeling that I'm not giving adequate attention to any of them. I personally need white space in my calendar to feel good about my life and to be at peace. But that's me. I'm, I wouldn't presume to say everybody is going to feel the same way when they're defining what it means to make a life that matters. Other people prefer to fill their waking hours with activities in the variety of areas that are important to them. And so often when we talk about these ideas of finding the one thing or pursuing only the essentials and cutting other things out, there are going to be those of you who object, who say it's just not workable for them. And they have reasons why, reasons, reasons that are meaningful to them. And this has come up a few times in the past in the community, on Facebook, in emails that I've gotten, you know, people who say, I get it that, you know, this whole idea of focusing on the one thing that matters most, but I I can't do that. There are lots of things for me that are important. So how am I supposed to get all those things done? I've been thinking about that a lot, and I wanted to share some thoughts with those women, and some things for all of us to consider. So in a way, this episode is a response to the people who resist the idea of choosing just one thing or identifying, you know, only a couple of essentials. Um, Those people maybe have lots of ideas, lots of things they want to do and to accomplish, and they feel that they're all essential. And I would never suggest that they shouldn't pursue all those things. Uh, If that's you, if that's the life that you want to have, if you have lots of things you want to accomplish, I say go for it, but there are some things to consider if we take the perspective of having lots of essentials in our life. Some of the things we need to consider are the fact that we simply cannot do more than one thing at a time. We as human beings can only do one thing at a time. We talked a little bit last week and we've talked in other episodes about the whole concept of multitasking and how destructive it is. We are not, our brains are not meant to be focusing on more than one thing at a time. And furthermore, time, energy, and attention are all finite resources. We can only get so much done in a a day or in a week or in a month. 
And our brain can only stay focused for a finite period of time. Again, these are things we've talked about before, but in this context of discussing whether we need to narrow down our and our focus to one thing or whether we can be pursuing lots of things at a time, it becomes important to think about these things again. The reality of our physiological being, the way our brains work, and the amount of stuff that can get done in a finite period of time, those things are important to consider. I don't think... I don't believe that one approach is better than the other or that one approach is best for everybody. For me, the concepts of essentialism and of the one thing and some of the things Courtney Carver has talked about in her work, all those things, those really resonate with me. The, the idea of trying to narrow it down and focus on one thing at a time or one or two things, you know, in a given season but that's not going to be the case for everybody. We are unique human beings and we get to choose. For me, the issue is about creating the kind of life you want. And nobody can tell you what that should be or has to be. And so if you're the kind of person, you know, that wants has lots of interests and lots of things you want to be doing or need to be doing, do you want to fill every day, every hour with lots of different tasks for your various goals and, and roles that you play? Are you willing to sacrifice sleep or self-care or relationships to accomplish all the things? If so, that's okay. You get to choose. I'm not saying that you can't do that. If that is the life that you want, if that's what it means to you to make a life that matters, to be doing all these different things, then I say go for it. Certainly take the time to develop those skills of organizing your time and your materials, your space, so that you can maximize every minute. And I would say be sure that you're okay with making maybe slower progress on each goal or project or task than you might make if you were only working on one thing at a time. You know, and we'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute, but I, I'm not here to tell you what your days should look like or what your life should look like. If you are happy with uh, lots of activity and going doing lots of different things, if that makes you feel energized and psyched up and accomplished and productive, then, then I support you in doing that. And I want this podcast to be a resource for you to develop those skills, to get better at managing your time and maximizing every minute of every day to accomplish all the things that you want to accomplish to make the life you want to live. And that's what I'm here for. So if that's you, if that's what you want, I support you in that. And I encourage you to go for it to, like I said, develop those skills, get better at it and Love the life that you're living. But if you're tired and you're constantly feeling behind and stressed, and if you feel like you're not doing your best work in whatever area, you're not giving the best of yourself, if you feel like you're not staying on top of things and making the progress you want to make on each of your projects, then maybe you want to consider a different option. Or if you just want to have some margin or peacefulness in your life, then again, maybe you want to consider making some changes and choosing to focus 
on one or two things instead of many in this moment, in this season of your life. I want to say it's important to remember that saying not now doesn't mean not ever. Making a choice that for now I'm going to focus on this thing and not those three things doesn't mean you're never going to pick up one or more of those other three things and turn your attention and your focus to them. It's a question, again, of what kind of life do you want to live on a day-to-day basis? Not a year from now or 10 years from now, not someday. If I do all these things, then someday I'll have a life. Again, if if the life you're living today is worth it to you for what you'll have if you do all the things, then that's okay. But if it's not, then let's consider some options. Let's consider some different ways of being and maybe choosing and narrowing our focus for now. Maybe you focus on one thing for 90 days or so, get some momentum, some systems in place, and then let that kind of coast while you switch your focus to something else. And during that what 90 day period that you're focusing on project a, you can still take small steps on the others as your time and energy permit, but only as they permit and, and still let you have the kind of days and weeks that you want to have. One approach that I think is so good. And I would encourage you to listen to one of Brooke Castillo's older podcast episodes. It's her episode 86 on what she calls do goals. And I'll put a link to this in the show notes because it's really worth listening to. And she goes into some detail on an approach that she recommends that works for her. And I I wanted to summarize it here. But again, really check out the episode, listen to it when you get a chance. And so she has this process for identifying your goals and narrowing your focus and taking action in a way that's going to work for you without overloading your, your days. And the basic process is this. So the first step is you spend 10 minutes with a pen and paper writing down everything you want to do and accomplish. Don't judge it. Don't edit it. Don't censor yourself. Just brainstorm and write everything down that you've thought about, that you're thinking about, that you'd like to do, that you'd like to accomplish. Just for 10 minutes, set a timer and write, 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 write without editing yourself. Then, you know, step away for a few minutes Come back to the list and go through it again and choose the top three, the ones that jump out to you as being the most important three uh, things that you want to accomplish in your life, okay? Step three, now that you've identified the top three, go through the rest of the list and see if any of those things could be categorized under one of those top three items. Uh, Maybe there are steps that would get you to one of the top three. She recommends asking yourself, of these three things, if I were to accomplish these three things, is there anything on this list that I would be able to eliminate? So if accomplishing the top three renders some other things on the list irrelevant, then cross them off the list. And she gives lots of examples in the episode, which is again, why I think you should listen to it. Then the next step, step four, is to choose one of those top three to really focus on and start taking action on now. And then you write it down as a 90-day measurable outcome. So this may be a long, one of your top three, whichever one you choose, may be a long-term goal, something you want to accomplish, a business you want to start or something. And so 
you've chosen one. Think about, all right, 90 days from now, where do I want to be in my progress toward that one that I've chosen? What steps am I going to take? How far do I want to have progressed in 90 days? What goal will I achieve in the next 90 days? And so then you write that out as a measurable outcome. And then the next step, five, is to write down every action you'll need to take in the next 90 days to accomplish that 90-day objective. So this is this 90-day objective is a milestone toward the number one thing that you've chosen. And you're going to now write down every action. She says, write down every single thing you have to do, you need to accomplish, you need to delegate, you need to learn about, the steps you need to take, everything, as much as you can write, in as much detail as possible. This kind of goes to what we've talked about in some past episodes of you've got a project or a goal, now breaking it down into the tiniest possible steps that you have to take. Actions, things you can do, something you need to learn, you know, a resource you need to obtain, everything you can think of. Step six, once you've brainstormed that list of everything you need to do in order to accomplish the 90-day objective, is you put that list in the order of execution. Some things have to be done before other things can be accomplished. So put them in the order that you're going to do them. And then you take out your calendar and you decide of those things on that list, the first however many you're going to do which ones are you going to do in the next two weeks and schedule the time on your calendar that you're actually going to take those actions. So if action number one is I need to call this person to, to ask about such and such, and that's the first thing you have to do to accomplish your 90 day objective. All right. You're going to write on your calendar when you're going to make that phone call. If you need to research some resources for whatever this 90 day goal is, you write on your calendar, when are you going to do the research? I'm going to spend 30 minutes researching this question on Tuesday morning at 930, whatever it is. Figure out two weeks worth of the things on your list of tasks. You schedule them on your calendar. Then you go to the next two weeks and the next segment of the tasks on your list and you schedule each of those and so on. Two weeks at a time is the way she recommends it. Scheduling the tasks on your list until they've all been scheduled on your calendar. And step seven is simply then to follow that plan. So this is her approach, and I think it's a great one for sort of breaking down, finding your priorities. If you've decided you're not going to do it all right now, you may do it all, but you're not going to do it all right this minute. This is your way, her, her approach to kind of doing the mind dump, the brainstorm list of all the things you want to accomplish, identifying the top three, choosing the one you're going to focus on right now, breaking it down into the smallest pieces, getting those scheduled and actually taking action. And then 90 days from now, you're going to do it again. I really like this approach because if you're trying to be reasonable in the use of your time, if you're trying to make some uh, open space in your calendar, if you're trying to 
give yourself a little more peace and are choosing not to do everything right now all at the same time, this is a great way to kind of break it down into manageable chunks and actually get some momentum going. And then, you know, 90 days later, you you choose maybe a different thing to focus on and you go through this process again. Maybe as you're evaluating all of these things you want to do, you're going to set some things aside until a different stage of your life. As we've talked about before, if you've got a new baby in the household or if you've got a, a parent that's ill that you're taking care of, or if you've just started a new job or you're just moving across country, maybe you're going to decide not to do everything now and you're going to look at this list of the things you want to do and say, you know what, I'm, I'm going to save that until the baby is older or until we've settled into our new community or until my mom is recovered from her surgery or whatever it is. Remembering that saying not now doesn't mean never. And maybe some of the things you're going to set aside to to be able to spend more time on these things that you're interested in and that you care about, you're going to set aside some other kinds of things. Maybe your house won't be spotless during this period of time, or maybe you won't get Project X done as quickly as you wanted to. We make trade-offs in life, don't we? We compromise in some areas. We can, I think, do anything that we set our minds to, but time is finite, energy is finite, attention is finite, and maybe we can't do it all right now. Maybe we can't keep working on all these things right now. And we've talked in previous episodes, I'll try to find links to put in the show notes, to when we talked about how to kind of gracefully extricate ourselves from commitments that we've realized are not a high priority for us right now to make space for what really matters. Now, all that being said, if you want to keep pursuing multiple goals, multiple commitments, maybe you've got a job and a side hustle that you really care about, hobbies you want to pursue, things you want to learn, relationships you're working on, all that stuff, and you want to keep pursuing all of those right now, Okay, then let's do that. Let's figure out how to make that work. You're going to you're going to need to use all your task management and calendar management skills to make time to pursue them all. And as I said, you may have to be satisfied with making slower progress on each of them so that you can keep moving them all forward a little bit at a time as opposed to making massive progress by focusing all your time on one of them. And so some of the things you want to get really good at if you want to do lots of different things is block scheduling, blocking out time on your calendar for focused attention on your priority project. So when are you going to do that? Look at your calendar and be really intentional about this. But remember to also, as you're scheduling time for these things, blocking out chunks of time for your priority projects, that you're also scheduling time for relationships, for self-care, for sleep, for movement to keep your body healthy. Because in order to do lots of things, to fill up lots of time with activities that are important to you, you have got to take care of your health. You want to be as healthy and as strong as you are able to be 
in order to be able to do all of these things. That's how you have energy. You need to fuel your body well by eating healthy food. You need to get plenty of water. You need to get sufficient rest. We, we think sometimes that, well, I want to do all these things, or this is the busy season at work, and you know we've got to get all this stuff done. And so I'll just sacrifice sleep for now. I'll stay up till two in the morning working on this stuff because it's just for a while. Well, that's not sustainable for most of us. And certainly for those of us who are, you know, out of our teens and 20s, it is not a sustainable strategy to give up sleep and exercise and self-care to to do work. You may make some progress for a while, but at some point your body is going to crash and your mind will crash with it. Your productivity will crash with it. So block scheduling is valuable. Be sure you schedule in blocks of time for all of the things that matter to you. And maybe the blocks will be shorter than you wish they were, but fit them all in there. Second skill you've got to get good at is that skill we talked about a minute ago when we we're talking about Brooks approach, breaking projects down into the smallest possible actions, things that you can do in 15 minutes and scheduling them, making those appointments with yourself to work on these projects and then keep those commitments that you make to yourself. Keep those appointments like you would like you would keep an appointment with the president of your company or the most important person you can think of. Breaking them down into those tiny actions, small actions that can be taken in the, the sort of interstitial times in between. Uh, you can accomplish the most amazing things one tiny step at a time. But you got to do the work up front and get good at identifying what are the smallest pieces of this and when am I going to do them. Third thing I'd recommend is get an accountability partner, whether it's a friend who's pursuing the same kind of goals you are, a coach that you hire, join a mastermind group, find one or more people one way or the other to help hold you accountable because there's all kinds of research, and we've talked about this in past episodes as well, about the value of having somebody to hold you accountable to the actions you've committed to take. Fourth thing is get good at delegation and at asking for and accepting help. Get help with the parts of this that don't need your personal time. Maybe you've got lots of things going on and you're trying to maintain the perfect house. Well, you can have a a perfectly clean house without doing it all yourself. Something's got to give, right? So hire some help, get your teenagers to help, get your spouse on board, whether it's help at home, help at the office, help with your, your volunteer projects, whatever it is, what needs to be done, but doesn't actually have to be done by you, get help with that. So you can focus your best time, energy and attention on the pieces that only you can do. And the fifth thing I'd say is, Get really good at celebrating small steps and slight progress. Don't wait until you've achieved all this stuff to pat yourself on the back and to be happy with yourself. Recognize the small steps that you're taking. Celebrate those. Give yourself credit for those. So those are a few things. All the things we talk about on this podcast in terms of managing your time, your energy, your attention, your calendar, all those things. If you want to pursue lots of different things, you've got to get good at all of those skills. And if there's something that you're struggling with 
that I can help with, maybe we can do a topic or an episode on that would help you, shoot me an email. Let me know what that is because I'm, I'm here to help. Whether you're pursuing your life the way I do or not isn't the question. I want you to get the help that you need, the support that you need to make a life that matters as you define it and create days that look like the days you want to live. I wanted to mention one thing. There is, I've been talking all this time about uh, people who have lots of different interests and lots of different things they're doing that don't want to choose among them, that they're all important to. There are, there's a variation on that, uh, on those who don't want to choose. And that's those who say, I really don't have a choice. I have to do all these things. And to you, I would say, I, I get it. It feels that way, doesn't it? That there are all these things in our life that we have to do for one reason or another because of the value we place on the people involved or whatever. But I would say this. I would offer this to you to ponder. I believe we always have a choice. We can always choose what to do with our time, our energy, and our attention. Now, we might not like the consequences of a particular choice, but we never are required to overload our schedules and wear ourselves out to do all the things. We always have a choice. Take ownership of that. Say to yourself, this is a choice I'm making. I like the reasons why I'm making this choice. And then learn the skills to maximize your time, maximize every moment, and to create days that work for you. Now, if you feel overwhelmed and discouraged or hopeless about ever getting a handle on all the things that you feel that you must do, that you need to do, or even just that you want to do, talk to somebody. Find a friend, find a coach, a therapist, somebody that you can talk to. And if you feel like you have no one you can talk to about this, write to me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com, and I will help you if I can. Uh, sometimes it helps to just have somebody to kind of talk through it with to help you see the trees for the forest or vice versa. Sometimes we're so deep in it all, we can't see a way out. And that is why I personally have found mastermind groups so helpful because other people can see options for you that you just can't see for yourself. So again, find somebody to talk to, and if you've got nobody, reach out to me. I'd be happy to talk with you. Although this whole subject of when we're trying to do it all is something I've been thinking about for quite a while, one thing that kind of motivated me to do this episode right now was a post in the Facebook group, the Productive Woman Community Facebook group by Deanna and the comments that were on it. There was a great discussion in there. If you're in the Productive Woman Community Facebook group and you haven't read that post the and the comments on it, I encourage you to do so because there's a lot of, of good stuff there, good suggestions and, and great advice. And just, you know, people who are willing to say, yeah, me too. I struggle with that too because I think we all do at one time or another. Uh, it's a It was a great conversation, something that I've saved so I can go back and look at it again. I wanted to share a bit of wise advice that Susan in the community offered to Deanna and to all of us that maybe are struggling with this. Uh, and here's what Susan had to say, 
or part of what she had to say. She said, like some of the others have suggested, it might be time for a review of what you are doing and make a call if necessary or delegate some of the tasks to others. I would also do some self-reflection and see if I'm taking on things to please others or functioning out of the need to be needed. It's a bit of an ouch question, but a good one to at least consider. Deanna had asked Susan a question, and, and Susan replied and said, in answer to your question, I do try and bunch things up so that overall my tasks are in a similar field and help contribute to each other. So I don't take on anything new if it has zero similarities or overflow into areas I'm already working in. In this way, I'm getting maximum value for my effort. Regarding urgent versus important, I find that scheduling really helps here. Make appointments on your diary, your calendar, for yourself to get ahead and get important stuff done. If someone comes to you with an urgent request, look at your diary or your calendar. Susan's obviously not from the United States. She says, if you've already scheduled important work, just let the diary answer for you. I'm so sorry, but I'm already fully booked that day, but I can do next Tuesday at 10. Often, Susan says, the urgent will disappear when you're not so available. It's a tough balance. And when we work from home and in freelance nonprofit situations, there's an assumption that we're very free and therefore can and should respond to all urgent matters. Seldom are they all important. I thought that was so important to to recognize the difference between what's urgent and what's important when people are coming to you with more things to do. And I really appreciated Susan's uh, wise advice there. But what do you think? Are you a person with multiple interests and commitments? Can you prioritize them and set some aside to simplify your life and direct your best energies to that one thing that matters most? Or if you want to keep pursuing multiple goals at the same time, how do you do that? What tools, strategies, and approaches work for you? I would love to hear from you. I would love for this conversation to continue. You can share your ideas, your thoughts, your questions in the comments section of the show notes for this episode at theproductivewoman.com slash 253 or post a comment or question in the Facebook page Or if you're a member of the Productive Woman Community Facebook group, this is a really wonderful place to continue this conversation. Of course, if you prefer to share your thoughts with me privately, you can email me at feedback at theproductivewoman.com, and I'd love to hear from you. Before we go, just a quick word or two about our sponsors. If there's something that interferes with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals, if you're struggling with some of the things we talked about in this episode or in others, well, don't feel bad. We all can use a little help sometimes, and coaching can make a huge difference for many of us, but sometimes we need a more specialized type of help. Well, BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. This is not a crisis line, but a professional counseling service that lets you connect with your professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. Incredibly convenient. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions at times that work for you, plus chat and text with your therapist online. Anything you share is confidential, and if you're not happy with the counselor that's chosen for you, for any reason, you can request a new one at any time at no additional charge. 
They offer licensed professional counselors in all 50 states in the United States. They're available worldwide. Folks that specialize in self-esteem and stress, anxiety, grief, family conflicts, and more. It's secure, it's convenient, it's professional, and best of all, it's a truly affordable option. The Productive Woman listeners get 10% off your first month by using discount code TPW. So if you think a little help could help, why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com TPW, and there you'll fill out a brief questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get you matched up with a counselor that's suited to your specific preferences. That's betterhelp.com TPW. Also, if your goals for this year include advancing in your career or simply taking a course or two for personal enrichment, be sure to check out University of California, Irvine's Division of Continuing Education. Fall quarter is coming up. Registration is open now. You can learn more by visiting ce.uci.edu slash tpw and enter tpw in the code place for 15% off one course. That's ce.uci.edu slash tpw and enter the code tpw to get 15% off one course. Thank you so much to the UCI Division of Continuing Education and to BetterHelp for supporting the Productive Woman podcast and all productive women everywhere. That is it for this episode of The Productive Woman. As always, I thank you for spending this time with me. I hope you found something in it that's helpful to you. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. As I've said, please reach out to me. And I look forward to talking with you again very soon. So until next time, remember, extend grace to each other and to yourself and go make your life matter. Thank you.